Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. The eyes of the country are fixed on Victoria as its coronavirus cases climb even higher. Now the state is stepping into line with New South Wales, forcing travellers returning from overseas to undergo mandatory testing or face an extra 10 days of hotel quarantine. Miley Hogan has been following this story. Miley, the Victorian government has been under pressure to introduce this rule. Good afternoon. Victoria will follow the New South Wales government's lead and introduce mandatory testing for returned travellers. Anyone that refuses that coronavirus test will have to spend another 10 days in hotel quarantine, bringing their total stay to 24 days. It comes as cases in Victoria continue to rise. An extra 49 cases were diagnosed today. Those positive results from a testing blitz. The Australian Defence Force is helping with that effort. Medical staff are set up in the streets, outside people's homes, in showgrounds, trying to get as many people as they can tested to contain that virus. The Premier has not restricted people's movements between those hotspot suburbs yet, where those community transmission cases are popping up, but he hasn't ruled out local lockdowns if the virus keeps spreading. That is not our preference. We'll do it if we need to. We'll do it if that is the appropriate response. But it's again another reminder and, and I think just makes the point really clearly, please come forward and get tested. If someone knocks on your door, take the test. People in New South Wales are still being asked not to visit Melbourne. Good news in our state today though, only three new cases. Two of those are in hotel quarantine. One is a 34-year-old crewman from an overseas cargo plane who felt ill on the flight over here. He and his contacts are all in isolation. Hundreds of demonstrators are rallying in Brisbane over the detention of asylum seekers and refugees. The protest technically breaks coronavirus restrictions, but police have so far allowed the gathering to go ahead. Joel Dry reports. Well, for the second week in a row, several hundred people have rallied outside of what is normally a hotel on the edge of the Brisbane CBD to protest against what they say is the unjust detention of these people who are seeking asylum here in Australia. The disruptions that we are causing are nothing really compared to what these men are going through on the daily. Some of these men have been kept in this hotel for years now. They were originally detained on Nauru but were brought here to Australia as part of the Medivac scheme. Now many say they are healthy and 
want to be released on community detention, but as it stands, the government says no, and their detention continues. Today, hundreds of people rally. They walk through the streets, shutting down several major thoroughfares in Brisbane, trying to raise awareness of the plight of these 120 men. I think in terms of the demands that we're asking, which is the free movement, um, stop force transfers and to be out by Christmas. While it has been peaceful and conducted in conjunction with police, there have been some questions raised, specifically why the social distancing that is still in place here in Queensland continues to be ignored. A smaller protest has also been held on the Gold Coast today with whale researchers calling on the state government to remove shark nets during the migration season. The activists gathered on Burley Beach this afternoon calling for a safer alternative. Four whales have been caught in nets off the Gold Coast so far this season. The Morrison government has waived off speculation. It is considering a permanent increase to the job seeker payment. 1.6 million Australians now rely on unemployment benefits. Tim Lester joins me live from Canberra. Tim, where has this talk of an increase come from? Well, and there is intense speculation around how the government is going to climb down from a major increase in unemployment benefits that it announced back on March 22nd. Back then, as all of those jobs in the travel, entertainment and hospitality sectors began to unwind, the government announced what it called a coronavirus supplement, an extra $550 a fortnight on top of the base $565 a fortnight paid to those in the jobless queues. Now, the problem, that supplement legislatively ends in September and the government now has to decide what it puts in its place. If anything, the minister today was denying speculation in News Limited papers that it will replace with a $150 a fortnight permanent increase. It's factually incorrect. There is no submission to the effect that has been reported in the paper that is uh, currently before me or I'm aware of. But, oh, that, that's good. It didn't last through breakfast. Um, it, it is an inadequate payment. It doesn't allow people to live with dignity. We cannot go back to the brutality of trying to live on just $40 a day. People who are going to be on unemployment benefits of some sort, whatever you call it, will spend all that money. Right? So that money is going back into the economy. The government plans an economic statement three and a half weeks from now. It says there will be no permanent increase announced at that stage, but there might be temporary changes. Ange? OK, thank you, Tim. A jilted woman has allegedly run down and killed her ex-lover in a Sydney car park fuelled by jealous rage. The 44-year-old was charged with murder early this morning. Robert Avadia has the details. Rob, it was a shocking attack. Well, you might categorise this death as a crime of passion, but perhaps that romanticises the awful events that took place in this garage last night. Just behind me where a 32-year-old uh, man, Paimon Thagapur, was pinned against a wall and police allege it was his ex-partner, Jacqueline Musa, who did it. That she was, uh, in the parlance, a, a woman scorned, according to a witness who saw her storming out of uh, the doors just behind me to roughly 8.30 last night before uh, she was followed by Mr Thagapur who was speaking to her. The witnesses told us that she was extremely upset with him and she saw him mowed down by a car. I really didn't think that I was going to 
see anything like that. Now Jacqueline Musa was taken from here to Concord Hospital last night for mandatory blood and urine testing to test for alcohol in her system and she was subsequently charged early this morning with murder. They had been involved in a verbal argument a short time prior to the female entering the vehicle. The police will allege Jacqueline Musa caught her former partner with another woman and subsequently became enraged. Neighbours we spoke with today say he has only just moved in to this apartment block here at Wentworth Point and that he was a very nice man. Four teenage boys have been stabbed during a shocking brawl in Western Sydney. Tom Saker is covering this story. Tom, how are the boys doing? Well, Ange, two teenagers are still in hospital this afternoon after suffering stab wounds here in Auburn yesterday. But police are still to determine what caused the violent brawl. <laughs> Phone vision captured much of the brawl as many as 20 people were involved. It quickly intensified and carried on for several hundred metres down the street. The teenagers leaving behind a trail of blood. Three of those teenagers involved suffered minor lacerations and one of them suffered several more serious stab wounds. All of them are aged between just 14 and 15. They're, they're my mates and they got hurt, which is bad luck. I want to go see them. I hope they feel better soon. Last night, police set up a massive crime scene and seized a number of items, including weapons used in the fight. Police say the cause of the brawl is still unknown and couldn't say whether it was gang-related. It's obviously a very concerning incident uh, and those who have been identified will be put before the court. They say the boys are assisting them with their inquiries, but no arrests have yet been made. The New South Wales Labor Party has officially suspended Sharket Mosulmane and will seek to bar him from entering state parliament due to allegations Chinese government operatives infiltrated his office. We will actually seek his support to do that, uh, but if he challenges that, if he refuses to support that, then we will seek the support of the government uh, and the crossbench to uh, ensure that he is suspended from the Legislative Council. Federal police raided Mr Mosulmane's home on Friday as part of an ongoing investigation headed up by ASIO. It's been a horror weekend on Queensland's roads with five people killed since Friday, prompting an urgent plea for drivers to take more care. A 24-year-old man was the latest casualty after crashing his ute in Logan this morning. We've lost 116 lives on our roads to date, uh, and that is 18 more than this time last year. This has got to stop. I'm pleading for each and every one of you, if you hear this message, we want you to pass it on. Police say speed as well as drug and drink driving are their biggest concerns. With many Australians forced out of work during the pandemic, the Defence Force has reported a surge in applications. The amount of people wanting to join rose by 40% in April alone, with the biggest influx from Western Australia and the Northern Territory. Recruiters say the rise is due to people looking for stable employment. Lions are back at Sydney's famous Taronga Zoo. The big cats have made a return to the zoo for the first time since 2015 to live in a new state-of-the-art habitat. We are so excited to have the African savannah open today and our lions back at Taronga. This is a day that's been coming for almost five years now. Joining them in the new exhibit, giraffes, zebras, fennec foxes and meerkats. Of course, they are separated by glass walls. 
We have some frightening pictures now of a rideshare driver being attacked while his car's security camera was rolling. He's spoken of the moment he thought he was going to die just doing his job. Tom Chadwick has been following this story in Melbourne. Tom, he fought off two attackers before he was stabbed. It truly was a terrifying attack, all caught on camera. Rideshare driver Ranjod Singh took a booking here in Springvale when two men got into his car and assaulted him. He just grabbed me from the neck tight here and I feel difficult to breathe. Another one, he just came and opened my right hand door and he also uh, take my phone and grabbed me from neck. As the pictures show, Ranjod tried to bravely fight off his attackers but was stabbed in the arm, causing significant damage. It's on my left forearm, uh, you can see in here. Uh, I got the stitches, in, uh, like uh, seven stitches in here. It was totally terrifying because it not happened with me in the last five years. It was totally terrifying for me. Remarkably, he returned the next day to assess the scene and found that a scarred knife on the side of the road. I just found a knife and the knife was on the grass on this place, and exactly on this place. Police have told 7 News the cowardly attackers are still on the run. There are alarming new reports that Russia secretly offered bounties to kill US troops in Afghanistan. The New York Times claims the Russian military offered money to Taliban-linked militias to target American soldiers. The allegations have ramped up pressure on President Donald Trump about his relationship with Russia's leader. His entire presidency has been a gift to Putin, but it, this is beyond the pale. The White House has issued a statement saying neither the president nor the vice president were briefed on the alleged Russian bounty intelligence. The Duchess of Cambridge has visited a children's hospice in London, chatting to families and staff members at the centre. Kate also showed off her green thumb, planting some sunflowers for the new patio area. She wasn't concerned about getting her hands dirty, grabbing handfuls of compost. The Duchess also revealed Prince George, Princess Charlotte and Prince Louis are also growing their own sunflowers, competing to see whose will grow the quickest. Thousands of cash-strapped Australians trying to reduce their living expenses are dropping expensive private health insurance. Now the big insurers are pulling out all the stops to try to lure new customers with a range of freebies. With so many Australians struggling as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, millions of private health insurance customers are now considering changing or dropping their cover to help make ends meet. New research has found since the pandemic began, almost half of Australia's 13 million private health customers have lost income. One in 10 have had their wages halved. 40% say they're planning to review their cover due to financial strain. And 7% are saying they're ready to cancel altogether. Susie Zack is one of those people impacted. That was the thought of back of my mind that, oh my God, I can't afford this insurance anymore. It's too expensive. But there is some good news. The big health funds are all desperate to recruit new members like Susie. So most of them are offering big discounts, gift cards, even airline points. Most of them end on June 30, just a couple of days away. So now is a really great time to compare because the funds are offering really great incentives to attract new customers. You can find a link to the government's comparison website at 7news.com.au.
More and more expectant mothers are choosing to deliver their children at home rather than at hospitals. Samantha Brett has been following this story. Sam, they're now being given expert medical help. And good afternoon. Well, 95,000 babies are born in New South Wales every single year. Home births make up less than 1% of that. Now a new program at Westmead Hospital aims to allow Western Sydney mums who want a home birth to have one that is safely monitored and publicly funded. Our doctors at Westmead Hospital, our obstetricians and gynaecologists, were extremely supportive and very collaborative in developing this model. Ingrid Benedek was the first mum to give birth at home under the new scheme. With my second labour being one and a half hours and I was rushed with an ambulance to hospital, it was not a nice feeling. So knowing that it's just all going to be at home and no running around, it was like definitely put me at ease. Dads love it too. It's a lot better from a father's perspective as well because in the hospital it's not very comfortable for the mother or the father. Westmead Hospital is part of a national consortium helping women give birth from home across Australia. And they've had plenty of inquiries. More women are certainly interested in having a home birth in a post-COVID-19 world. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.